It's 7.43. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. About 20,000 West Virginia children are homeschooled. Some champion school choice, others worry about the quality of education and the safety of homeschooled children. One of the advantages of homeschooling is that it can be very privatized and individualized to the actual student. So if a student goes faster, that's okay. If they go slower, that's okay too. That story and more coming up on this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. West Virginia hotels may soon have to provide training on human trafficking training. Jack Warner has more. Jack Walker has more. Senate Bill 472 would require hotel staff to complete an annual training on identifying and reporting human trafficking. But in a meeting Tuesday, some lawmakers debated whether the $2,000 fine for hotels that failed to provide these resources was too steep. They also debated how effective the regulation would actually be. Richie Heath, executive director of the West Virginia Hospitality and Travel Association, said many national hotel chains already offer human trafficking resources without demand from a state bill. Especially in the last uh, many several years, there's been a lot of emphasis on this uh, in the industry. Despite the debate, committee members unanimously voted to refer the bill back to the Senate with the recommendation that it pass, but only after an additional review by the Senate Judiciary Committee. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Jack Walker in Shepherdstown. Natural gas consumption set a record in January. Curtis State has more. The lower 48 states consumed a record 141.5 billion cubic feet of gas on January 16th. That beat the previous record of 137.8 billion cubic feet on December 23, 2022, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. The 2022 record occurred during winter storm Elliott when temperatures plunged into the single digits and below zero right before the Christmas holiday. Demand for residential and commercial heating increased, as well as for electricity. Gas consumption averaged more than 130 billion cubic feet a day from January 14th to January 21st. West Virginia is the nation's fourth largest producer of gas, according to federal data. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. A bill prohibiting smoking in a vehicle when a minor is present passed the Senate Committee on Health and Human Resources on Tuesday. Emily Rice has more. If Senate Bill 378 is signed into law, a person 18 or older would not be allowed to possess or smoke a lit tobacco product in a motor vehicle when a person 16 years or younger is present. Violators could be charged with a misdemeanor and subject to a $25 fine. Senator Tom Tacubo, a Republican from Kanawha County and vice chair of the committee, spoke in favor of passage of the bill. When you're in a confined space like a vehicle, Uh, These kids' asthma flare tremendously. The bill now heads to the full Senate. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston. Student discipline continues to be an issue in West Virginia schools, and lawmakers continue to try to address the issue through legislation. Chris Schultz has more. A bill the legislature passed last year allows teachers to remove a disruptive student from grades 6 through 12 classrooms, but educators say more needs to be done. Tuesday morning, the Senate Education Committee discussed Senate Bill 614, which intends to expand the ability to remove disruptive students to the elementary level, from kindergarten through sixth grade. Committee Chair Senator Amy Grady, a Republican from Mason County, is the bill's lead sponsor. She conceded that the bill was imperfect, 
but educators cannot put the needs of one disruptive student over those of the dozens of other children in the classroom. Is this a perfect bill? Absolutely not. But does it solve the problem of what teachers are bringing to me? Yes, they feel like it does. The bill now goes to the full Senate with the recommendation it pass. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. A possible new oversight organization aims to bring more stakeholders into the development of Corridor H. Brianna Heaney has the story. Senate Bill 571 creates an Energy and Economic Corridor Authority for Corridor H. Senator Bill Hamilton, a Republican from Upshur County, says the new authority will allow for a broad swath of stakeholders to participate in the economic and community growth related to the expansion of the corridor. Planning and development is crucial to repeat the full benefits for in this industry sectors such as tourism, hardwood manufacturing, agriculture, energy, and many others. Economic development has a great momentum in West Virginia, and this new authority will work to keep that going in this region of our beloved Mountain State. Corridor H runs through Lewis, Upshur, Barber, Randolph, Tucker, Grant, and Hardy counties. The bill now heads to the House for its consideration. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Brianna Heaney in Charleston. West Virginia lawmakers look are looking to combat a nationwide shortage in forensic pathologists that has drastically increased the wait time for autopsy results. Jack Walker has more. Forensic pathologists are doctors specially trained to perform autopsies. Senate Bill 572 would grant these doctors student loan repayments from the West Virginia Department of Health. Senator Tom Takubo, a Republican from Kanawha County, sponsored the bill. He said Tuesday that it would help forensic pathologists establish roots in West Virginia and encourage newcomers to pursue the field. So hopefully get some here in plenty of time, grow roots, and, and helps us uh, get these death certificates done in more timely fashions. The bill received support from the Senate Health and Human Resources Committee, who referred it to the Senate Finance Committee for further discussion. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Jack Walker in Shepherdstown. It's 749. This is West Virginia Morning. In the weather forecast for the Mountain State, another beautiful day across the West Virginia, with lots of sunshine today and highs from 50 to 60 degrees. Tonight, partly cloudy with lows in the mid-20s to the mid-30s. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with highs in the mid-50s to the mid-60s. Support for West Virginia Public Broadcasting is provided by Wells Home Furnishings, West Virginia's source for fine upholstery by Smith Brothers. Made in America since 1926. Details at wellshome.com. About 20,000 West Virginia children are homeschooled, and the number is growing every day. Some in state education and in the legislature help champion school choice. Others worry about the quality of the education and the safety of homeschooled children. For the legislature today, Randy always sat down with Delegate Jeff Stevens, a Republican from Marshall County, and a school board, and a public school teacher, along with Senator Patricia Rucker, a Republican from Jefferson County, and chair of the State School Choice Committee. How is school homeschooling working? What are the positives there? What kind of graduation rates do we know about? How does it compare to public schooling? 
Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> so in terms of how does it work, um, so just like schools follow a curriculum, have books for the different subjects, homeschooling is exactly the same. So a parent chooses the curriculum they want their child to have for the different subjects. Oh good, he's coming. And, um, and they follow that book um, at their own pace. One of the advantages of homeschooling is that it can be very privatized and individualized to the actual student. So if a student goes faster, that's okay. If they go slower, that's okay too. Um, you set your own schedule and you follow your, you know, what the needs of your child is. And in terms of comparison to public schools, so in West Virginia, we have about 9% of the student population choosing homeschooling um, versus public school, private schools, and other options. And I can tell you that um, there is a very good graduation rate, but I don't think anyone really collects the exact information. In West Virginia, we entitle homeschool parents to go to college, go take advantage of all the programming that's allowed to public schools so they can participate in West Virginia Invest um, and go in a two-year institution, four-year institution, um, military. I can tell you I had one child who was interested in the military and I just had to submit the homeschool transcript to the military and that was accepted and of course um, you know they're very open to that flexibility thank goodness. So uh, homeschoolers really it's, it's, it's just another option. And, and it's very busy around here. We have committee meetings. Uh, joining us as well is Delegate Jeff Stevens, who's an eighth grade teacher as yes. well. Thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. Sorry I'm late. I was in energy. <laughs> it went a little longer than I expected. There was only one bill, but it, I, we had a lot of discussions. So. We, we, we totally understand. We just started out by talking with uh, Senator Rucker as well about the positives of homeschooling. And, and it, it is a good option. It is an option that's available, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely an option. And I know uh, Senator Rucker homeschools herself, and we've got to know each other a little bit. We've got to meet and talk, and uh, we get along really well. And it is it is an option for our students in West Virginia, and I think it's a good option for, for, for some students uh, that we have. Let's break down, though, a little bit of the challenges that we hear some people mentioning. For example, uh, homeschoolers homeschool parents only need a high school education to teach and there's really no set curriculum for them to learn there's no training uh, I, I know sometimes uh, delegate you have a, con a concern about that yeah I did um, just because you know our teachers go through you know a four-year education process and then we have continuing education every year in our schools um, for different aspects it could be for mental health or it could be for for another topic uh, and then that college education um, comes back in your specific field. Uh, so those are some concerns that I would have uh, versus homeschooling uh, at, at any level, because uh, I think it's all a specialty, uh, whether it's elementary, whether it's West Virginia studies that I teach, or like a high school physics class. Um, I think specific training is needed for you to be able to pass that information on to, to a student. Do you get concerned, Senator Rucker, about the quality of education without those variables? So um, I can tell you, even though the requirement is a minimum of a high school diploma, obviously homeschool parents have all sorts of higher education. We have parents that have PhDs and masters and uh, college uh, graduation. But in terms of the quality education, I think the quality comes a lot from the attention that you give that student. So yes, obviously there's a lot of benefit you get from a um, an educator who's been professionally trained, just like I did. I went to college to become a teacher, took those courses. But 
what is, I think, more crucial in the learning process is that the child is supported in their learning and given the opportunity to um, explore at their level. And that's the kind of individualized learning that occurs in a homeschool setting that is almost impossible to duplicate in a classroom. More holistic. More holistic, more individualized, more personalized. So what you're lacking maybe in the degree and preparation of the educator, you kind of make up for the amount of time that you can give that child in that particular subject at the level that they're at. So I do think that obviously there can be homeschool parents who might not be able to um, teach every single subject to the expertise that an, you know, uh, a professionally trained teacher might, but thank goodness, there are so many options now. You can go online for re resources, you can enroll in dual enrollment in your two-year or four-year institution nearby, and you can take classes at the public school. So homeschoolers, if I don't want to teach chemistry, I can enroll my child in chemistry at the local high school. That was Senator Patricia Rucker and Delegate Jeff Stevens speaking with Randy Yoey for the legislature today. To hear the rest of that conversation, visit our website and tune in to the legislature today every evening at 6 p.m. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day at our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Jack Walker, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yoey. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm Chuck Anzalevich. This has been West Virginia Morning. <laughs>